Are you really passionate about where you get your pizza? Do you believe that the bread absolutely makes the sandwich? Welcome to Food Fun Addicts, where if you're still thinking about last night's grilled skirt steak, you're going to love hanging with these guys. Here are your Food Fun Addicts hosts, Matt Hawkman and Jay Shapiro. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Food Fanatics with myself, Matt Hawkman. And Jay Shapiro. And Jay, as we kick off another edition, how was your week? And when I say how was your week, <laughs> what I mean was, do you have anything really good to eat this past week? I, I eat, well, every week, but I have to say I'm going to give a shout out to my son, Robbie Shapiro. On yesterday, which was Sunday, football Sunday, a little slow day on Sunday, but he made a homemade French onion soup that was spectacular. He made it with the chicken broth. He spent hours stirring the onions, caramelizing and making a nice jam. It was really, really tasty. Can I ask you a question? Why a chicken broth versus a beef broth? Isn't onion soup usually a beef broth? Are you guys just watching your calories at the house? Are you insulting me with my calories? Not at all. Because don't go there. Don't Not go there. Not at all, 222. Two, two. <laughs> no, speaking of 222, two, we'll get to that later. All but right. That was, uh, he went for the healthier route, and I got to tell you, I really thought the chicken stock was a better way to go. And one little sidebar, he bought a great Gruyere cheese, and he grated the Gruyere cheese, and I said, what the hell are you doing to the cheese? He was like, well, it got warm, it got this. He didn't use a box grate shredder to shred it like pizza cheese. And he saw what I did to make another one. He's like, oh, my God. His eyes lit up, and he was smiling. Normally, he would have been pissed, but he was smiling, and he respected it. What did he do? Did he use a knife and cut chunks of cheese? No, he used a fine grater to almost use like a fine parmesan, like great parma, fresh parmesan at the table. Yeah. So it was a powder. He put it on the toast. It still tasted great. It looked great. But when he saw what I did, he was like, ah, he should have learned, like, ask the teacher. He won't screw that up again. <laughs> Never. No way. Not with the wrath you must have given him. No wrath. I, I kept my mouth shut. It was perfect. I didn't have to say anything. He had an aha moment. Okay. I guess uh, I guess my, one of my two better taste takes of the week were, I have to give a shout out to Donna Hawkman. Uh, my wife, Saturday night, we had a couple of people over the house. They all took nine COVID tests before we let them in. And, um, she made a balsamic chicken that roasted in the oven. It was chicken thighs with a- I love, love, love chicken thighs. That's a great debate. It's so much tastier. Oh, there's, there's a lot going on. And it was this dish- um, that some Italian restaurants refer to it as a cacciatore, but it's not a cacciatore as we think of with the red sauce. So she uses a whole bottle of red wine. The chicken just simmers and simmers and she, simmers. She probably tasted the wine before pouring the wine into the whole dish. Well, you obviously know my <laughs> wife. <laughs> How you doing, Donna? <laughs> right. I mean, in my house, my wife goes to the wine. I run right to the stove. So... Um, and it was terrific over fresh pasta and uh, just great. And it was nice having a little something left over for the next day. But what we are going to do is we are going to cast our vote for the best 
chicken sandwich. There's been a lot of talk out there about chicken sandwiches. Who has the best? Is it worth waiting with 57 other cards? But I'm just going to interject for one thing. We had a debate with the chicken sandwich, and of course... He's into fast food, so we're going with the fast food review chicken sandwich. But this is something everybody relates to, and especially with people not going into a lot of restaurants, um, people are people are waiting in line. And I'll tell you what, if you have good service, there's no question. Like, we went to three places. We didn't do this together. This was totally independent. And we have not shared our reviews, by the way, of each place. Totally not shared anything. You're absolutely right. So what I did was um, I went to Chick-fil-A and Popeye's are right near each other, near where I live. So I grabbed Lily Hawkman, my golden doodle. We hopped in the car, and we hit up Chick-fil-A and then Popeye's. And then the next day, grabbed Lily again, and we went to Wendy's. By the way... He's a big car reader since our last discussion. Since he's gotten a dog and Lily goes with him everywhere, he you could find enough leftover crumbs in the cup holder or on the floor. Now, with Lily, his car, he doesn't need to go to the car wash to get it vacuumed. He's got a good cover. Lily loves to just sit on the floor on the passenger <laughs> side because she never knows where she may find a spare French fry or maybe a munchkin. So... Uh, Jay, you go first. What was your review of Chick-fil-A? So Chick-fil-A, they came in very high in my opinion. It was very good. The chicken had a nice crispness. It was moist. I did feel feel as though, though, it had a little injection with a brine or something, it felt a little rubbery, but it was all white meat. I really liked it. I really liked the pickle. I loved the bun, and I loved when you bite bite in. When I bit into it, it was really, really hot and great temperature. It was a solid. It was a solid, uh, a solid, solid sandwich. Okay, um, folks, Chick Fil A for me. Out of Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, and Wendy's, Chick-fil-A came in last. Um, I'll tell you what. I was bothered by the roll. The roll was more of a hamburger-type roll. And what I found from Popeyes— Was it, was it fresh? So when I bought into when I bit into the Chick-fil-A, but you also took it home. I ate mine in the parking lot after the drive-thru. That could have changed the texture. It was, it was five minutes. Five minutes. It was still plenty warm. No. It was— um, it was a tasty sandwich, but the chicken I found to be tasty, but th- on the thin side. And after trying these other couple of chicken sandwiches, the Chick-fil-A overall, just to me, didn't measure up. No, I will say, um, I did order the Chick-fil-A that's not the regular chicken sandwich. It's the one with lettuce and tomato. And I will tell you, the tomato ruined the sandwich. Absolutely ruined the sandwich. It gets wet. I, it, it gets, gets wet, wet. And, and it got a little goes. warm. Yep, yep. And yep. it just wasn't good. Now, did you have any sauce on yours? I went straight up. I, but I have a couple friends uh, who, I think down south, you can buy the sauces in like gallon jugs or uh, or side in bottles to get, but you can't get it here. 
Well, I know down south, because one of my kids goes to college down there, and people just throw a straw in one of those gallon <laughs> jugs, and they're driving around drinking it. Um, so, but what I did love was, as you mentioned, I did bring the Chick-fil-A and Popeye's home, because I uh, wanted to give my wife a chance to get in on the tasting, too. But what do I always say? you got to get a little something for the car ride. And knowing I had the dog waffle in the car, fries. you went with the waffle fries. I did. I got a small order of waffle fries, and it was good because I had a little something to eat. Remember, you always want a little something to hold you over, and this way I'd break off little pieces of waffle fry to get Lily off my back <laughs> as she's trying to get at the bag. So, um, but you know what? I, I wonder if you'll agree with me. Chick Fil A gets so many points though because their customer service is incredible, considering it's fast food. You would think that you are at the nicest place in town. Did, did you go through the drive-thru or indoor? Uh, I went through the drive-thru. Yeah, the drive-thru is extremely efficient. Yeah. Really, really efficient. But they're so nice and kind. Anyway, so for me, I had never been to a Popeye's. Didn't know what to expect. You know, I've heard that Popeye's chicken sandwich was really good, but I'm thinking, okay, it's fast food. How great could it be? Wow. I mean, this chicken sandwich, when I opened the box and saw that little piece of white tissue paper holding it, and you Wait, look the at the- Popeyes didn't have a box. Did it come in a box or it comes- Yeah. Oh, it comes in the box inside the little pouch, the sandwich pouch? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. And the chicken, I mean, it looked like somebody, it looked like somebody had actually taken it into a- uh, Wet, then dry, then back into wet, and then dropped it into the fryer. It had nice, crunching pieces. It looked like little pieces of cornflake all over it. I mean, it looked like a sandwich. And I I, I just thought it was, it it totally lived up. And you know what else was good? The roll. The potato It was almost, I was going to say, it kind of seemed like almost a brioche. Uh, It could have been a combo of brioche, potato bun, but when you bit into it, it stuck to the roof of your mouth. Nice and soft, and they had the only thing with Popeyes I would love is one or two more pickles on there. The pickle, I love the pickle with the fried chicken, but the the quality of the chicken and the snap in the actual breading, like you said, or the the fried part of it, it had a nice salt, pepper, great seasoning. Yeah, it's outstanding. It is outstanding. I think people, if you're having doubts, or maybe you. Being a little snobby, thinking, eh, how am I going to get a great chicken sandwich at a fast food place? And the value, the price point is is huge. If we put that chicken sandwich in front of you on a plate, you would say, is there a you know, Seoul restaurant around here or a uh, southern restaurant? I mean, this is fantastic. But you're right about the price. I mean, as we always try to get the $5 lunch... You could have a sandwich. I think it's with tax, maybe three seventy nine or something like that. It was just over four. But then remember, if you're going to get a drink, because I think you need a drink on the five dollar lunch, especially right. on a well, sandwich like out. this. That's out. It doesn't qualify. Right. And and then the uh, third choice was, I think this is where you Ugh. and I are going to be on opposite ends. You're already saying, oh, we're talking about, now Wendy's just rolled out a brand new chicken sandwich, and here's a little tip for you. If you download the Wendy's app between now and November 8th at most locations around the country, the sandwich is free. Why didn't you tell me? any purchase, any purchase. So did you go for a burger and a chicken sandwich? I got a chicken sandwich and a chicken sandwich. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, I, uh, I actually. Come on, be honest. Did you? You know what? Well, two things. I had the dog with me. Of course, you got a jam. I had the then. dog with me, so I couldn't get food because she's such a pain about that. So actually, I just got a soda, and here's where it bums me out. Don't charge me two thirty nine for a medium soda. But anyway, so if you flash them the uh, the the app, the code between now and November eighth, it's free. But what did you think of the sandwich at Wendy's? Horrible, unedible. It tasted like a McDonald's chicken nugget, which I haven't had in twenty years. I felt as though totally processed and fake, and the chicken was flat. It was like perfectly shaped. No chicken is perfectly shaped. I can't believe we both went to a Wendy's in the same state because I thought it was the biggest surprise of the week. I absolutely loved it. If you gave me the Popeye's chicken sandwich and the Wendy's chicken sandwich, I almost feel like I have a 1A and a 1B. My expectations. expectations. Wait wait a minute. 1A and 1B? It's that good? I thought that... The taste and the texture, I gr- I disagree with you on, you're saying it was like a McNugget. I thought it was a chicken breast filet, and it was sizable, and again, it was a pretty good roll, I thought. I was very pleasantly surprised. To me, the Wendy's Chicken Sandwich Deluxe, it was, my expectations, it was a sixth-round pick, and once I went through the drive-thru, that chicken sandwich was a low second round pick. Very good. Well, I got to. Re- I, re- I. This is what makes America America. It's good to have a good discussion, honest <laughs> feedback. I can't be judging you. I, you know, I respect your your uh, evaluation. Listen to us. We sound like two morons. I right, mean, we you move think, on from you the fast think food. that we were solving world problems. No, it didn't have the same crunch as Popeyes. So. Anyway, all right. So staying on, staying in the sandwich lane, my friend. We both love sandwiches, Jay. I would like you to tell me what you think is a great sandwich. What are a couple of favorite sandwiches of yours? And what makes them so favorites, such favorites? So to me, I'm going to talk about the sandwich first, and then I'll go with a couple of my favorite sandwiches because I have a lot of a lot of go-tos. To me, if you're going to go a straight, let's say, deli sandwich, important that the right amount of meat-to-bread ratio. I'm not a big person with like a, a, a fresher or like an overstuffed sandwich, unless it's maybe a hot meat on the overstuffed. But if it's great bread, great deli meats, a little cheese and some key condiments, the ratio has to be good. What kind of condiments? What's a key condiment? Well, depending upon what you're going to eat. If I'm going an Italian sub or an Italian sandwich, oil, vinegar, some arugula, fresh mozzarella, uh, salt, pepper, and a little oregano. And then the key thing is the bread. It can't be too dense or heavy. I'm not a big fan of the dense, heavy bread. Then if you're going on a – and then in in New England, a big thing for the sandwiches around here, it's kind of interesting. We have – the diced, chopped pickles, onions, and tomatoes, which is like heaven to me. And that has to be in the right sub roll. If you go to other parts of the country, maybe you'll get sliced round pickles, sliced round tomatoes, and shredded lettuce. 
Shredded lettuce is an underrated thing on an Italian sub. Not like let I love the shredded lettuce on a on an Italian sub. You go to the deli and you get sli- at the supermarket or a deli or wherever sliced meats. Can we talk about the turkey for a minute? You see turkey. You want fresh roasted turkey. Let's go boar's head. Everyone loves boar head. Boar's head is boar's head is really good. But you get the honey maple turkey. Have you ever seen a turkey in the shape of a round ball? I've never seen a turkey breast in a round ball. And then when you slice it, sometimes you get those colored blood clots. <laughs> yeah, I, the blood <laughs> clots do not do it for me. It's disgusting. And they say it's all natural. BS. They're like taking pieces and gluing it together with like Gorilla Glue. But if you go with a boar's head turkey pastrami or cracked pepper turkey, that looks like a turkey breast. And it tastes, the texture is different. Well, I will say boar's head is clot free. I mean, it is worth paying the extra few dollars. You can get a clot in the bo- in the boar's head. Eh, no. You know what? I, I, I've never had it. I, I think uh, boar's head is pretty clot free. So let me throw out a sandwich that I like and... Uh, when they do this right, it is great. I love a turkey club sandwich. But what kind of bread? But here's here's where some people go wrong and the people that do it really well stand out. First of all, give me the lettuce. Give me some good crisp iceberg. Oof. Don't give me one piece that's limp. I mean, stack you it up. Not the white part of the la- the iceberg with a snap. Give me some snap. Give me um. Give me some bulk there, and then the bacon. Why do places serve bacon that is full of fat? Nobody's coming back for that. Give me the crisp bacon, and then give me the real turkey, not the wet stuff. I don't want the you slimy want Thanksgiving stuff. turkey. Yeah. When they say turkey, when you think of turkey, you think gobble, gobble, gobble. Not. And then, you know what? On a really good club sandwich, um, a nice a rye or a wheat, and I like it toasted. But so it's, I'm not asking Are you a lot. going three layers or, or are you going two, two pieces or three pieces? You know what? If, if I know that it's a good club sandwich, I'm going three. Because I, I know I use this word sometimes, but it's a respect thing. If you go mayo or mustard. You, you, you gotta, if it's a really good club sandwich, you don't screw around with it. And you don't want to insult them in the kitchen. But so many people, it just pisses me off. Don't, they just think if they stack a bunch of stuff together with three pieces of bread, cut it into four uh, triangles, boom, here you go. And I also will say, if a place makes their own coleslaw, that, to me, is a great side dish with the cl- club sandwich as opposed to french fries. I, I, Too I, many people fall back. You're lazy people. If you, that's a lazy decision, just falling back on fries instead of going maybe with a house-made coleslaw or a house-made um, pasta salad. As I said before, you, you, show, you show the love in the cooking, people taste the love. All right, give me another sandwich that you really enjoy when you can find it. Uh, old school, like a steak and cheese with mushroom onions. And then the question is, what type of cheese do you put on it? If Have you, you ever ordered a small? <laughs> no, no. What, what is a small? That's not in my vocabulary. Are you, are you, is, there's a difference of about two inches. Come on. <laughs> like Who silly. orders a small? Why would someone order a small? I don't know, but if you serve American cheese on the steak and cheese, you should be sh- like, I'll never come back to you. You either go provolone or mozzarella. I, those two are okay with me. 
Now, you, are you finding that if you go into most sub shops, they it's no problem asking for provolone or mozzarella? No problem. But some of them just automatically put American on it. And if you bite into it not knowing, that's a rookie mistake because you always clarify the way you want your sandwich. I'm very particular, as you can tell. You know what? Sometimes I'll put the chopped pickles on it, on the steak and cheese. That That's it. Now, I'm not on tomatoes. I don't want anything. The chopped pickles adds a little tartness to, to help wash it down. It brings it together. Okay. Now, I'm going to throw out one more sandwich that I really enjoy. I like a real deli, a delicatessen, either a corned beef or a hard salami. Ooh, hard salami is hard to find these days. But stack it up. Really? Give me some size. I want extra mustard. I love deli mustard. But hold on. You You mentioned the club. I asked the question. I don't know if you heard it. Do you go mayonnaise or mustard? Oh, mayonnaise. Ugh. See, I, I hate mayonnaise. Hate mayonnaise. I cannot actually, in my life, Jay, I have never gone club sandwich with mustard. <laughs> Russian dressing would be good. Russian dressing? But then you're going into the Reuben family. Yeah. They're, they're nice people, the Reubens. <laughs> but in, in Philly, though, the they have, in, in Philly, it's called the Philly Special. They got... A, Turkey with Russian coleslaw and Swiss cheese on a nice rye. That's a that's called the turkey special. You also can win a Super Bowl with the Philly special. <laughs> so I like it, and you know what? The bread is so important. Oh, the rye bread is key. So getting back to the the bread, I like a fluffy, soft rye with a crispy crust. And when you bite into that. Hot sandwich, and the, again, the bread sticks to the top of your mouth. Absolutely beautiful. A fine deli sandwich. And I'm going to throw one other thing out there. I love, love really good chicken salad. Chicken salad on, I love chicken salad on a baguette. I want the resistance coming from the bread because, A, if it's soft bread, I'll eat the whole sandwich way too fast. <laughs> so this is an automatic roadblock for me, having the baguette. It enables me to slow down and enjoy. I also like the slivered almonds and the uh, red grapes in the chicken salad. Again, I'm not a chicken salad guy or a tuna, tuna fish guy. See, I hate that. tuna fish. I hate the mayonnaise, so I'm not, in, I'm not into okay. the, to the salad. So what's important? What kind of pickles do you like? Are you going since we're on the deli? Half sour, sour, dill, half sour tomatoes. I love the half sour tomato. The half sour tomato scares people, and people should allow it into their lives. <laughs> they should allow the half sour tomato win. It is in the pickling family, and it's tasty. And it it's it's just a little different taste. But if you love really good deli pickles, you will really enjoy that tomato. And gotta have the snap in them. The, the, the snap for the pickle is just, it's its really good. And then what kind of chips do you like with a with a deli sandwich? Zero. No, no not, chips? Not with a real, if I'm in a real deli. You want, you want coleslaw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if I'm like in a that. real deli like a Katz's or, you know, some of the places, Cantor's or other places out in L.A., you need a fresh side, either coleslaw, potato salad. So it's kind of funny you mentioned the places. A, a lot of people around here say that Boston or New England area doesn't have good deli here, mm -hmm. like real deli like those. And I, I kind of agree. There's a few places around, we're not going to mention names, I don't know if we should mention names, but have good sandwiches, but the quality, there is a world of difference. And I don't understand why we can't get 
good deli here. Well, it's it's an interesting point you bring up because look at what's happened in New York City over the past eight, nine years. The Carnegie closed. The stage doesn't exist. I mean, people eat what we'll say is unhealthy food all the time. Yet like, I don't like understand. Like Matt in the, uh, no, in the fast food no, drive-thru. I don't understand why, why delicatessens are looked at as something negative because, you know, you can get something healthy if you want healthy. Yeah, but how often are you eating it, too? If you have it once a month, what's the big deal? Exactly. Even once a week. Uh, But you're right. I mean, again, as we've mentioned, we live in the Boston area and in Boston and New England. We are really lacking. You stop the average person in greater Boston and say, tell me an old school deli. People, very few people cannot. In in, in town, they're going to mention Sam LaGrasse's. They make a good sandwich. We're going to throw out a name. I have to just throw that out. Another thing that's important to me is when you go to the deli counter and you get deli sliced and so forth, how important is it, when you, or how great is it when you hear that butcher paper get ripped off the roll and they go, and they tear it, and then they slice the meat and they fold it, and then they fold that butcher paper perfectly, get the label and seal it, and you take it home, and my kids will attest to it. I taught them how to rewrap the paper. It has to be rewrapped with the same fold as you get it from the store. So did you actually, I when the them. kids were younger, did you actually get like three sheets of paper and you guys would have it on the counter and you would teach them left fold, right fold, Well, I left didn't have fold. to tell them they could just follow the folds because it was pre-folded from the deli. And I will say this, Italian specialty stores, when they slice the meats, and this is a good question, they slice the meat so perfectly thin and perfect, and then they layer it with a little piece of wax, like a little thin sheet, and then they put some more on and then some more, and they fold it up. Uh, you go, how do you like your deli meat slice? Do you like it meat thin, regular, thick? It's important. I'm a thin guy. Yeah, Thick is not good. I like a lot of good meat in my sandwich, but I don't want thick, thick pieces. Yeah, I'm definitely on the uh, thin to a medium. But you were asking about, um, you know, if I'm at the deli counter or at the supermarket, do I get a kick out of seeing it all seal up? I'm still looking for the blood clots. <laughs> I'm just happy if the turkey or whatever I get gets put in the bag and there aren't any purple circles, I'm like, yes! So, um, no, I know, to tell everybody, and tell me a little bit about that sandwich in Philadelphia. The uh, oh, roast d- pork. Denix. D- d- roast pork, broccoli rabe, sharp provolone, and a bread. Dip it into a little juice, but it's not wet. It is it is magical. I, I've had it a couple of times, but I've had it once at Reading Terminal, and it's magical. There is a place in Boston that has something similar to that, and they only make it on Saturdays. Um, What's the, what is it called? Cuddy's. Okay. In Brookline Village, and it is it is. Really... Oh, that's the place that was on the Food Network. He could have been. I oh, think he, that... yeah, I saw him. Yeah, uh... he, and, he also, he, and he also does, speaking of that, like once a month, clucking Sunday fried chicken sandwiches that are pretty magical. As magical as uh, it's a different Popeyes? Level. It's, it's, you're, you need to sample one. I can't, I don't want to, I, I don't want to give you a Done. prejudge. Done. I'm going. But you have to get there by 10 o'clock. They open at noon, and there's usually a line about an hour, 
an hour and a half to wait outside for it. I would I wouldn't have a problem waiting to do that. You're a bunch. You're a convenience guy because you won't even drive. You wouldn't drive an hour to pick up a pizza or two hours to go try a pizza place and drive home. You're, you're, well, if you're, I'm going to eat the pizza so, so would there, you get, I would. Would you get in a car and go drive an hour and a half for a pizza and drive home? If I was looking for something to do right. and I said, you know what, it would be a fun outing. Let's go, and if we could eat it there, yeah. yes. Okay, that's good. Good to know. Yeah, but I have friends, and I get into disagreements with them all the time. They'll drive 20, 25 minutes to pick up the pizza and then bring it home, and it's just it's just wrong. I mean, pizza should be hot, and you know we we talked about this last week. I don't want to be reheating the pizza. Um, okay, so there there we are on some sandwiches, some favorites, and you know what? As we always say here at Food Fanatics, it's the bread. Do yourselves a favor. Next time you order a sandwich, step it up. Get yourself either a crusty roll, a really good pumpernickel, a really high-quality rye. You're going to see that putting it between the generic wheat bread that you got at the market is a whole different world. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up tonight's edition of Food Fanatics. Now, next week, if you love Chinese food... If you want to know what goes on in a Chinese restaurant, how menu items have been developed, um, how did the chicken finger first become a Chinese restaurant staple, we are going to have a terrific Chinese restaurant guru on with us. So, for Jay Shapiro, I'm Matt Hawkman. Good night, everybody. Skull. <laughs>